What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Sports Talk Buffalo. Thank you for making me part of your week. The Buffalo Sabres just completed their Western road trip. Find out how successful they are and my thoughts on it in this upcoming episode. So stick around and let's have some fun. That was a successful road trip. What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to another video of Sports Talk Buffalo. Before we go any further, I want to remind you guys to like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell so you guys never miss a video. I talk Bills, Sabres, and UB Bulls football right here on this page. Also, remember to support this channel by getting yourself some cool merch. The link is in the description below. The Sabres return home on what you should all call... We should, we should all call a very successful Western road trip as in the four games out West, the Buffalo Sabres grab six of eight points going three and one and pushing their overall record to four and two on the season. However, the road trip did not come without a price as they, the Buffalo Sabres have lost two of their top four defensemen with both Samuelson and Yoki Haru being out with injuries placed on IR at least for a couple of weeks. So the depth at defense, which there doesn't appear to be a lot of, is going to be tested early in this season for the Sabres. Now, if you could describe this road trip in two words, the two words that I would pick are opportunistic and goaltending. Those are the two words that I would pick to describe what the Buffalo Sabres accomplished or how I would describe the road trip out west for the Sabres. Now, the reason why I would say opportunistic for the Sabres in this is for the simple fact that they were outshot in every single game they played in out west in all four games. The Sabres gave up an average of just over 36 shots per game on this Western road trip swing, and they generated just under 25 shots per game. However, the Sabres did outscore their opponents 16-11 to in these four games out West, which means that they are capitalizing on the limited amount of opportunities that they are getting on the opposing netminders. So therein lies the opportunistic part, something that they did well last year to end the season. They were very opportunistic, most nights getting outshot. The Sabres continued what they had been building on last season, again, being able to capitalize on the chances that they are getting when they are able to get in close on the opposing goaltender. Now, the reason, the other reason why I picked the word goaltending is mentioned a little bit up top is the fact that the Sabres were outshot in every single game that they played on the Western road swing. And Comrie and Anderson played tremendous. They were out of this world good for the Buffalo Sabres as they combined for a .924 save percentage in these four games, and yes, that does include the absolute flop of a game 
against the Seattle Kraken. The goaltenders continued their early season triumph and playing well as they have stopped 134 of the 145 shots. They faced 145 shots through four games, did the Buffalo Sabres. Something that they will need to tighten down on. However, there have been a lot of outside shooting and not a whole lot of good quality scoring chances for the most part for this Sabres team. The only blemish, as I stated earlier, was the fact that they looked like absolute trash against the Seattle Kraken, something that happened last year also. The Sabres have yet to beat the Seattle Kraken in the Kraken's existence, and this game was no different. The Sabres looked like they were drunk all game long. They looked out of sorts. They looked disinterested, disengaged, discombobulated for the entire game. They made bad plays, and when they were able to try to make plays, they would fan on the pass. It was just a mess from start to finish, and it reflected that on the scoreboard to end the game against Seattle. Now, during this road trip, however, there were a few players that really stood out as being leaders and guys that will need to consistently be good if Buffalo is going to have a shot to keep this ball rolling in the right direction and be successful as the season plays forward. Now, the first one is, of course, Rasmus Dahlin. I think people believed he would be very good this season, but I don't think that they believed he would be as good as he has been. He has nine points so far in six games this season. And in the four games that he played on this Western road trip, he had three goals and three assists for six points, and he was a plus six on this Western road trip. Absolutely incredible. He continues to show why he was a number one overall pick, and he is just now starting to show why most people called him generational when he was drafted. Now, the next player that has been having an incredible season so far is Alex Tuck. Now, Tuck, they moved him up on the onto the right wing of the first line for the Sabres, and In these four games, on a nightly basis, he was the Sabres' best forward. He has been flying up and down the ice for the Sabres. He scored five points in these four games, all five of them goals. He scored his first career NHL hat-trick against the Calgary Flames. He has been dynamite for this Buffalo Sabres team and really showing that, yes, he is capable of being that top-line guy that the Buffalo Sabres need him to be in order for them to be a successful team. Now, a couple of players that are off to slow starts after having very, very good seasons last year is, of of course, Tage Thompson and Jeff Skinner. Both guys are in a little bit of a slump to start the season. Tage Thompson starts the season with just three points, which is, I believe, a goal and two assists in his first six games. And Jeff Skinner has just two assists in his first six games. However, as the season has progressed, both of these players are starting to look like they're rounding into form. And that's something 
as a Sabres fan that you love to see. Hopefully, we will get a little bit more production moving forward out of these two players. Now, the surprising fast starts for the Sabres, of course, Casey Middlestad in a make-or-break year. I know a lot of people get on this kid's case, and sometimes it is for good reason. He had a very bad play where he did not back-check as hard as he could that led to a Sabres goal. He also had a lazy play on a lazy change that cost the Sabres a goal. Putting the Sabres offside after a review, it did cost... Quinn a goal which would have made it 4-2 and maybe got the Sabres back into the game against the Kraken. However, he is, in terms of points, he is one of the Sabres' best players. He has five points, a goal and four assists in his six games. Another fast uh, player that has started fast after being inserted into the lineup is Vinny Henestroza. He has five points, all of them assists, in four games for this Buffalo Sabres team. And of course, the talk of the town, if you are a Sabres fan, is rookie J.J. Paterka. He has four points, two goals, two assists through these first six games. He has looked every bit like an NHL player as these games move forward. He has been incredible. Overall, the Buffalo Sabres in these six games look every bit of a potential playoff team that I thought they would look like coming into this season. However, they have to be able to limit the amount of shots that are being taken from the other teams. They're getting outshot by a big margin on a nightly basis, something they need to clamp down on if they want to continue having this success moving forward. Will the Buffalo Sabres continue this toward pace as the season progresses? Only time will tell. That's going to do it for this episode, guys. Thank you for listening and watching. I hope you guys have a fantastic week.